0: That's Mike.
1: That's Toya. And And this this is Tech Tech Beats and 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 Bites. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Toya?
0: Doing good. We are in October. Can (laughs) y'all, do y'all realize the year's like almost over?
2: Yeah.
1: Glad.
0: Christmas is here, guys. (laughs) Right. Christmas
1: is here. (laughs) Put up everything right
0: now. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, I mean, so Dante got to go to FAMU's homecoming, you know, because we went to the school across the track. (laughs) How was homecoming, sir? All right. That's how
0: homecoming was.
1: (laughs) So that was quick. He's still
0: tired, <laughs>
1: still trying to recover. Yeah, he so got a
0: whole thing of coffee over there.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna get right into it because we got a lot of topics. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Uber lift. If y'all are not laughing inside <laughs> right now, you don't get it. So, Uber has unveiled a new app merger facelift for the crucial moment of basically trying to avoid. Everything that's been going kind of wrong with them, but uh, Uber's trying to make some changes. I haven't been on the app lately. I don't know about you. I no. kind of stopped using Uber. Uh, it's not safe. I just drive now. <laughs> 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 I used to use it for going to the airport, but I'd rather drive and park now versus somebody knowing I'm about to go out of town and breaking into my house because they know I'm out of town.
0: Mm. And um, I actually rent cars, especially depending on what I'm doing when I get there. Renting a car is sometimes cheaper than Ubering when you travel. Uh,
1: starting to get deep. Um, so, <laughs> so Uber announced changes to its app on Thursday. It's all designed to make the mobility company the operating system for your everyday life. Yeah, that actually does sound fancy. Um. So, in the new app, food and rides are now getting equal treatment. So, I guess they're going to converge, uh, collide Uber in the Uber Eats and the Uber part, which made sense to me. Having two apps was becoming annoying, anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So they're. Saying this requires less thinking. I don't know if people were thinking a lot to order food. But Mm. safety, um, Uber is adding features to help you and your driver verify it's really Jesse behind the wheel. (laughs) Juicy, (laughs) juicy Smollett. Um, It'll also let you report problems mid-ride and not after. So I think that's a good idea, but I don't know. I'm just m- hoping the driver doesn't know you're reporting them halfway through that ride. And how does that, that – what's good. the
0: solution there? Like, how is that going to help me <laughs> <if> <laughs> something's so,
1: happening? So, you know, I'm a b- I'm thinking mid-ride if something's going really wrong, I probably should call 911. Right, nine. or, like,
0: stop, pull over, let me get out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh, I just forgot something, and I'm going to walk back and get it. Um, I don't know, Uber. I just – I'm not getting some of this. So, they're trying to offer – things for scooters and bikes, and they're nudging you to take buses or subways when it makes sense. That kind of sounds like Popeye's nudging somebody to go to Chick-fil-A (laughs) because you really want to eat faster and you don't feel like waiting in line for that spicy chicken.
0: Right. They got what you want. Go over there. (laughs) Use us when you need us.
1: If I'm an investor, right now I'm not understanding any of these things that's happening.
0: So there must be a problem they're trying to solve with that. Like, what's the what's the reasoning? So is it capacity? Are they at capacity and they don't have enough drivers and too many people are waiting too long? So it's like, okay, too long of a wait. Go hop on the subway. Like, what's the – yeah,
1: that's interesting. <laughs> 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 um, So the regulators and politicians, they're talking about a one star from everybody. They're making some friendly non-design moves, like adding – Allergy F- friendly filters to food delivery in case the gluten is in the pad that will ruin your night. This is just too much. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I can't stand behind none of this. I, I, I'm i really thinking I might just go with Lyft. That's the word. I mean, I understand this is supposed to be a facelift for a company, and maybe you're doing stuff to try to save your IPO and. But I don't get none of this as a business plan. And I, like we said, this this, this season we were going to try to get deeper into the business side of things and not just giving you – I don't understand none of the business development of what Uber is trying to do with this.
0: Hmm. I mean, I guess allergy filters <laughs> are useful for those who have allergies and they just want to see food that they can eat. So I get it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I think, you know. If, you're like, if you have a gluten allergy, just let me see all the, you know, gluten-free stuff. You're not going to have a lot to eat,
1: but now you're going to have gluten-free cars that you can only deliver stuff that doesn't have gluten in it?
0: No, that's not that, what this thing says. <laughs> it said, it said. <laughs> <laughs> not what that says.
1: <laughs> in case gluten in the pad. Pad Thai. Pad Thai is a dish. But I'm just saying, right, <laughs> how is it going to get into my next order? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think it's a bad move.
0: I think it's just... So adding the now, filter so that way you know your pad thai is now eaten, your not
1: car gluten-free. is gonna say Uber gluten free. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that ain't what that's about, y'all.
1: No dairy products included. Right. All right. So you, you want so <laughs> we got worked. Um everybody that invested in the weed work. Mm. <laughs> so
0: that thing was fishy months ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was last season. That thing started getting fishy.
1: It looked bad for them. So we work in the talent agency endeavor have both postponed or canceled their IPOs. Um, mm. we had this conversation when we were talking about forgiveness. Mm. So people just get a lot of forgiveness these days. Mm. So we works. Adam Newman was replaced by co CEOs after the Wall Street Journal reported that he smoked weed on private planes and wanted to live forever. Um, He also reportedly is selling off his homes to pay off his giant loan that is now the Unicorn, since the Unicorn has canceled his IPO, and that includes his 21 million Bay Area pad with a guitar-shaped room, and international private flights with weed, we talked about that, tequila shot mass firings. he had a Run DMC concert, and who the board members are gonna replace. They're trying to replace him, and they replaced him, as we said, to save the IPO.
0: I hope you enjoyed it, Adam, while it lasted. <laughs> like, it sounds like you lived that thing to the fullest. You I mean, knew he, he the time all it all was day. short. He lived he his like, best life. Let you, me do this thing. Woo! Let all me do it. <laughs> and now it's over.
1: <laughs> the ride is definitely over. I mean, this is my thing. So, is this what forgiveness looks like? Or is ignorance to investments really that blind? Because I don't think he just started making all those mistakes.
0: No, so you know, so one of the criticisms, right, when we talk about investment is how easily certain people in the demographic can get money without very little proof of concept or
1: no proof at all.
0: Experience or anything like that. And then when you look at other people who have degrees and years of experience, it's a lot harder. And that just speaks to the whole boys club, right? And just how, how that just needs to kind of go away because we're seeing situations like this where people are misusing their funds and they're not really, they're like, it's just wild, wild west when it comes to investment dollars and raising capital. And it makes it hard for people like us who need to like get some money for real, for real, do good business.
1: You said it, not me. Like, this is what I'm wondering when people start having the bias of investing Does your your bias or concerns of investing now come after you made an investment like this? Like, I don't really even know what his business plan was, but like, I know, I knew things were going south for me when uh, sometime earlier this year, Amex sent me a free membership to WeWork. And then every month,
0: Mm.
1: WeWork kept asking me for my billing information.
0: (laughs) You was like, wait, what?
1: (laughs) And I'm like, bro, it's free you're not about to hit me with the gym membership theory and the gym membership and theory for those out there. And I hit every right. month. Uh-huh. For those out there, the gym membership theory is based around the fact that you get the gym membership, but you never go to the gym. So right. I'm assuming WeWork thought, oh, we're going to bill, Michael. But I'm not giving you the billing information. It's free. So when it's over, you can hit me up and be like, your membership you has like been canceled. You? Do you want to continue? But mm-hmm. I'm not giving you nothing. Um, so when I saw that WeWork was doing that, I assume membership and registration must have been going down these are the little signs when you're an entrepreneur nothing that comes through the mail like we always evaluate everything on a whole different level like why is amex telling me to go to we work for free like
0: <laughs> right what's going on right, there what's
1: happening like who made that call and thought that was a good idea but it's a great perk for a american express card holder
2: mm-hmm.
1: horrible business move to have the opportunity of millions of people to be able to access your space and even strategically. You should have asked for my card information just to activate the free registration.
0: Right. right.
1: But just, after the fact, I mean that's
0: right. That's Absolutely like missed.
1: That's like uh if Robert Kraft paid for the massage after the massage. <laughs> <laughs> the money's normally up front. Uh.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We're gonna just fast forward past that example. <laughs> So,
1: <laughs> so anyways, thanks, Adam, for making it worse for everybody else. Uh, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I hope they sue you. Um, <laughs> so another thing, a question I'm, I'm going to ask you, Toya, I want you to also answer this for Cosmology. Mm-hmm. Um, What is your add-on? The wedding registry startup Zola is launching a honeymoon booking feature to try to reach its unicorn status. So you book the wedding, somebody at Zola well had the great idea, why don't we also book the honeymoon?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not sure why that wasn't automatically included, but most people that might be saying what I was saying, why is that not automatically included? Because sometimes when you're doing great in business, the best part of your business is to have a focus. right? And to master one thing before you move to the other thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uber. Um, <laughs> So if you master one thing, you move on to the other thing, and that's what adds value. Or sometimes, you know, it's your ace in the hole. You hold on to certain things until the exactly. time is right. Exactly. So what is one of your add-ons going to be for cosmology?
0: Uh-huh, not sharing, but I will say. See? <laughs> but ace I will say you always have to do that. You always have to sort of reserve some things, wait for the crowd to build. You know, when you think about performers, p- performers right? So Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Do certain things, you wait for the crowd to build, and then you hit them with the beat. And then it's like, yeah, and it just the momentum just continues to build. So you just have to keep doing that, and it's not about releasing everything all at once because then you kind of exhaust right. people, then they don't quite know what to do, too many options, too many choices. And that's one of the things that I also learned when I went to um, this conference over the summer is just about, you know, in marketing, the ideas KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid, or however you want to say you it. You mean
1: when you got to go to the fancy place Facebook?
0: <laughs> no, not that one, <laughs> oh. but that was a good one too, but not that one. It was about e-commerce and just sort of streamlining your, your products to not be like a marketplace where you have a ton of stuff that you're just pulling off of Alibaba and you just like drop shipping it. And, you know, it's just you need to sort of really have a position, have a product, build around that product, and then you continue to roll things out in your marketing funnel. So being smart and strategic with your products. So I think that that's what they were doing. They built it. They proved a the concept. You were booking weddings, and I was like, okay, we got them doing this, now let's do this, because it's an automatic add-on that's not a huge leap in terms of the user journey. So, good for them. That makes sense.
1: And I mean, I think, like you said, even with Michael Jackson, as much as he was a great performer and an artist and everything else he did, I think his ace in the hole was he was writing stuff, so he was collecting royalties, and he was building up his own collecting masters. Yeah. So sometimes everything doesn't need to be out in the front, but you do need to have an ace in the hole. So mm-hmm. as you're thinking about your business this week and as you're going through the process and maybe you're reevaluating your business, start considering what is your add-on. Like what are you going to add to your business to take your business to the next level? That's going to be one of your biggest things. Uh, and yes. what's going to make you stand out? Yeah. So we have the conversation right now, the tippy scale of crypto, and I'm sure all you people uh. two and a half months ago that was so excited that crypto had got back to $12,000 and as it sits now at $8,800. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, so PayPal decided to withdraw from the Libra Association. First of all, nothing against Libras. Bad name. Um, so the 28-member nonprofit, don't understand how a cryptocurrency association is going to be a nonprofit. Whole nother problem. Uh, formed in June 2019 to oversee the cryptocurrency's creation and eventual consumer rollout. So things are not looking for Zuckerberg. Um, so the company doesn't cite a specific reason, saying only in a statement to The Verge that it decided to forego further participation in the Libra Association at the time and continue to focus on advancing our, advancing our existing mission, which should have been your focus in the first place, PayPal, Um, And business priorities as we strive to democratize access to financial services for underserved populations. Why does PayPal sound like they trying to be the Western Union of cryptocurrency or something? I don't understand what PayPal was saying here. Besides the fact that the sheer scrutiny that Facebook is receiving from trying to have its own cryptocurrency was just a problem. Why not just say we don't want to mess with them because they shady?
0: (laughs) Because you got to be political and diplomatic. Uh, in your business language and speak.
1: I thought they had that no Fs given kind of money. I mean, you're a billion-dollar company. Shouldn't these things have been evaluated before you joined the association?
0: Right, but I think that goes back to what we talked about where we work, right? Oh, I know y'all. Mm-hmm. Friends, mm-hmm. I see me in you. Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Let me give you some money to help you get going.
1: There you go. See, th- this is what we call alley Set it up. Cause see, when Toya says it, it sounds nicer. If I say it, you just think I'm being ass. But when Toya <laughs> says it, she says it with a smile in the fro. You got the natural black girl thing going on. It's informative. That's why we do it that way. So on to something a little bit funner. Funner. Uh, the PlayStation 5 is getting ready to happen.
0: Uh-oh, gamers. Whoop, whoop. So I never had a PlayStation.
1: I, mean, uh, I, have, I think we had a,
0: th- I had a Nintendo. I have a and 3
1: I think I gave away or somewhere in store. Yeah, an Xbox and so. Sega. So a lot of people might be wondering, why is Tech Bees and Bites talking about PlayStation? Well, before we tell you exactly why, just want to tell you about some of the updates. So there's a new solid-state drive that will make the games boot up faster and reduce loading times. Users will be able to install just, uh, just the game's multiplayer or single-player campaign instead of installing the whole game, and the console's GPU will support the new tech. This matters because of the joke we made about the mom that said, you're not just going to sit around and play video games all day and get rich, <coughs> when actually there's now people sitting around all day playing video games and getting rich.
0: Hello, Rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that has to become a sound bout. <laughs> Hello, Rich. Uh, they're now customizing these things just for more competitive aspects of playing and Definitely so playing other people in different areas. So when you start focusing on that, you have things like Delane's company, Play Versus, where you're going to have a competitive edge and you're going to have these competitive platforms just for high school students. And these high school students will be in play on a competitive level. So these things will lead to scholarships. And these scholarships will lead to amateur and professional opportunities for esports,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which will mean this will lead to arenas. Mm -hmm. the arenas will lead to ticket sales endorsements Mm -hmm. merchandise swag you can't always be three to five years behind everything you have to start paying attention to the things ahead of you and where you have what is it uh i forgot all the 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 games that are being played but your fortnites and all this Mm -hmm. stuff that has been very heavily focused on computer usage you got to see what PlayStation is doing. PlayStation is going to a solid state drive because if your computer can process milliseconds faster than somebody else's computer when playing a game, it gives you that advantage of having a faster reaction or something.
0: Yep. All them cheat codes, real fast.
1: And if you really want to know where that stuff matters, you can look back into the science of F1 racing and NASCAR. Most of those cars are exactly the same but how they tune it and the use of data is what makes a car better and what makes a car a tenth of a second faster. Those are the things that matter. And the same kind of thing, that's why they're saying that esports is athletic because the training, the aspects that go into it, and everything really makes the difference.
0: Listen, them thumb exercises are real.
1: Talking about cramping up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yoga. (laughs) That's all I got to say.
2: Y'all going to do some yoga. Yoga.
1: So pay attention to these things. We don't. we Some of these things, like we said, we're going to be dropping off tidbits. just. But e sports is coming, <coughs> and I mean, e sports I mean, is here. already here. It's right. here.
0: It's here. I mean, it's on TV. Right. I think this. It used to be on Disney Channel, but I think the CBS, ABC, somebody now plays e sports. USA.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. USA does have it because uh, now and then you have different places like the robotics. You have the robotics challenges. Yep. Very entertaining, but. All this stuff in STEM is becoming a big thing and it'll jump to a topic. And the reason why I bring this up is because Apple TV mm-hmm. is going to make Twitch an app on Apple TV. Now you got to remember, besides porn, esports is one of the most consumed and watched things on uh, digital platforms. Right. So Apple TV making Twitch an actual app where you can sit there now, watch it on your 65 inch TV while you're at home, that's what kids are gonna be consuming. Mm -hmm. So when you're worried and people are talking about, I understand everything that happened with the social injustice. And when you're talking about people not watching sports as much, it's because you have kids that don't have the same, they don't have that alliance or that loyalty. The same affinity with sports. Where they feel they have (coughs) to be associated with something because that's where they're born or that's where they're from like the suffering Miami Dolphin fans that still want that perfect <laughs> season to come back. So they don't have that kind of attachment. So what do you do? I want to watch a sport that I can participate in. They have a whole different interest. Their interest isn't to be the best football player. They want to be that cyber kid that at 22 bought a multi-million dollar mansion and all he does is sit around and play video
0: games. Listen. And you know what's crazy is that <laughs> when I was younger, like I was kind of into video games not that much, but I used to love to watch like expert players play, and mm. see like them do the special moves. Had I
1: paid attention in, you would be on. What? You would be on.
0: I could have started a whole thing, because that's what they do now. You have arenas where people come to watch experts. I could have had my friends come over, y'all, let's pay to watch. <laughs> Did a whole little ring thing when I was in school. Had I been on top of my game.
1: And you talking about, that would have that put your whole black girl magic on a whole different level. Listen. If you had a black girl magic East...
2: What'd you say? Yet, what you say? say? You might
1: need to go buy that. But if you had a <laughs> Black Girl Magic esports What'd team, what you say? So those are the kind of things
0: that are happening, people. Mhm. Look, Cosmology may sponsor one. Hey, shout out.
1: You definitely should. Yeah. You definitely should. That'll be hot. So, shout out Miami. If you are in the South Florida area and you are a Black female and you are competitive in esports, reach out to Toya. <laughs> She's gonna make that happen. Your hair be straight, though, <laughs> <over>, you. <know?
0: laughs> right. Um, Looking good.
1: So Google is going to dive deeper into your privacy. Um,
0: <laughs> As if they're not already there.
1: <laughs> all in your life. Um, so Google will use AI to optimize how often users see ads. So Google says it's investing ways to preserve users' privacy, right, without impacting the display ad experiences, part through AI and machine learning. Now, a lot of people might be initially like, oh, that's cool. So they're not going to show me the same ads over and over Mm -hmm. again. What Google is politely letting you know is they're going to collect even more data and dig deeper to now have artificial intelligence to learn what to show you and what not to show you and what's been effective, which will probably relate to your click-throughs and how you actually engage with these apps. So I believe it (laughs) might streamline it, but... Don't take that as you're going to see less ads, or it's become going to become less invasive. So the tool itself uh, plans to bring display offerings in Google Ads in the near future, which leverage traffic patterns, which is what I just said to click through, where a third-party cookie is available, more collection of data, mm-hmm. and analyze them, more collection of data, and an aggregated level across the Google Ad Manager, more data now analyzed and collected, <laughs> and publish. To generate predictive models, more data analyzed and projected. Understand what people are saying when they're talking about tech and how it affects you and how you have to build it. So you have someone like Angel Rich that is building an algorithm that is supposed to help generate leads. You now have the algorithm for your touch points on Instagram and Facebook Mm -hmm. where to really be effective, you have to have three to nine touch points, interactions, and then you have to have your stories, certain amount of stories, then you have to have a certain amount of interactions and comments and likes, not that you get, but that you actually do on your end because it triggers the other person to see your stuff on their feed. Now, this is information that was given to me by my great friends, John Saunders and Mike Felix. If you really want to understand marketing, you still have to understand tech.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially today. Listen.
1: You got to do both. Now, I'm sharing that knowledge with you because they shared that knowledge with me for free, and these guys are experts. I'm still learning it because the mi- the biggest part, Toya, I didn't know, is your interactions with other people help more than anything.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: you can't just be vain and selfish just collecting likes and comments. You actually got to go in there and interact. So yeah. your interactions have to be just as strategic as your post.
0: Yep. So
1: it's yep. just some information. But
0: Get you an intern. Toya <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. I want to be doing this. We're talking <laughs> about time consuming. And actually, I'm glad you brought it up. For the people paying for these services, understand that even if you only see three to six posts going out of simple graphics and an image, the time it takes to make a campaign effective is what you're paying for.
0: Mm. Let me tell you, <laughs> we can have a whole segment. We should. <laughs> about this. Because it's a lot of people and out there doing and retail. it wrong.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of people out there doing it wrong. And you guys don't want to pay for the services. It's not a three hundred dollar job it's not a 250 this is a two thousand five thousand eight thousand dollar job to do these things the right way and it takes a you have to know the hashtags to use you have to know the keywords (laughs) you got to know the cadence you got to know which emoji is trending at that point it is
0: no joke it's a lot of research it is no joke
1: a lot of research and if you're not willing to pay for it your campaign will fail and you will get (laughs) overlooked
0: Right, and you'll be spending money. Like, why am I not getting any return on my ad spend? That's ROAS. Know them acronyms.
1: So Joseph has made a comment. The, product, the greatest products sell themselves. Um, I don't know, Joseph. That's debatable. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why yeah, it's debatable. Yeah, I don't know about that. Some of the greatest products never see the light of day because they had horrible marketing. They had horrible yep. uh, uh, brand development. They had horrible packaging. Um, Some of the greatest things will never be seen because you don't have as much of a demographic these days that's looking at things off of the basis of greatness
0: versus the fear of missing
1: out and the the, the basis of popularity. And the example I've been using consistently for me, Toya, is Champion. Okay. Champion came out of nowhere and just became hot again. When I used to play football and play sports, you didn't want Champion. Champion mean that you was buying generic stuff. You need a Nike and Reebok and everything else. Mm -hmm. Champion is a product made by Hanes. All they did was supreme. They supreme their platform, and now Champion is a high-end lifestyle for this young demographic, for the millennial.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or even just think about like Under Armour, how Under Armour repositioned themselves. And going back to the point about good products sell themselves. Listen. If you build it, they will not come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not no more. Do
0: not <laughs> believe that. Especially today because social media is like word of mouth to the 10th degree. Mm. So you have
2: And it to, can ruin you too.
0: Yes. You have to be strategic. You have to leverage it. You have to get the word out. Social proof is like everything. So if, yes, good products will kind of like sell themselves because people will start to use them, tell their friends, but that organic growth is long and you could end up missing your sort of sweet spot because of that sort of slow curve, I'm telling you. And the best
1: thing people can do is uh, instead of taking selfies, use your phone, turn it landscape mode, or actually now because of storage, you can keep it in portrait mode, But get testimonials when you give people their products. When people get your products, ask for testimonials. People will believe other people before they ever Absolutely. believe you even when it's your product.
0: That's why reviews is so key. Reviews are so key. Listen. I know.
1: Give me all the game <laughs> for free. Whether you listen <laughs> or not real. is up to you.
0: It is real out here.
1: So, Toya, before you tell us about any streets, <laughs> yes. I just want everybody to know they're creating a tech where dogs can talk to humans. I think this is going too far. I
0: would have loved no. that when I when Trust was still alive.
1: The vest is one of several emerging technologies. A few universities, of course. This is coming from Georgia. Georgia, just between Tyler Perry and everything else. Um,
0: Listen, we talked about it before, <laughs> Atlanta. I see you.
1: <laughs> we watching. We coming. I don't know how we're gonna get there, but we're gonna right, be there.
2: I'll see you, Atlanta.
1: Um, that the way working dogs and probably pets down the road can communicate with people. Basically, I guess the dog learns positions and behaviors mm-hmm. of trained things to let a person know what their owner is going through.
0: Oh, okay. So, so it's more of like helping. So not conversational. No, no, Like no. Like, chick, I need to eat. <laughs> Where, or, or
1: actually, mom? yeah. So it's kind of like if they're hungry, mm-hmm. they learn to like position their bodies a certain way, oh, bark okay. a certain way. So, so it's
0: more like sound language. So yeah. when you first said it, but the I was thinking about comes the. Out.
1: Oh. It actually speaks, though. So it
0: is kind of like up. For those who watch Disney Pixar movies, up. The dog, they had little collars on. that. Oh, is, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. So that's why I was like, oh, that's what's up. That would have been great. Trust so been cursing us out.
1: Basically, now Disney and Pixar is just like the movies where they drop and stuff they may work <laughs> on to see how <laughs> right, people respond to, to, people to
0: respond. it. Minority Report, one of the greatest drops ever. Everything, everything in Minority
1: Report everything. has happened. Everything.
0: Everything.
1: That was a dope movie.
0: <laughs> All the
1: way down to the the one that got me the most is the talking ads. Because mm-hmm. you never thought that would happen. Mm. And now you be walking through a uh, Atlanta, Hartsfield. The airport, the airport. People just little yeah. holograms just talking to
0: you. Yep. Yep.
1: And then with the face, that was actually the first drop of facial recognition.
0: Yeah. Or even like Terminator. Go back to Terminator and look mm. at some of this stuff in there.
1: Now you got to rewatch a whole bunch of horrible movies. No, that was a great <laughs> movie. But
0: well, the first one. I never watched like all the sequels of Terminator. But the first one at least. There's like some things worth rewatching, yeah,
1: because there's some stuff that was happening that is definitely happening. Now.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, it's on you. So, while we're talking about all this great tech, stalking on Instagram just got harder. So, Instagram is officially canceling the following tab. And for those of you who may not know what the following tab was, who are not stalkerish, so the following tab gave a running log of the real time activity of the accounts you follow from their likes and comments to who they start following, right? So for all those who was, like, trying to see what their boyfriends was doing and their girlfriends was doing, they stayed in the following tab. But (laughs) no more because it's gone. So Instagram's head of product, Bashal Shah, told BuzzFeed News that following was a feature many users didn't even know existed and that Instagram decided to do away with it in the name of maintaining simplicity, again, kind of going back to the core on the app. Now, instead of seeing both the following and you tabs, when you click on the heart icon at the bottom of the panel of your Instagram, you'll just see your own activity. So if you want to kind of stalk, you'll have to work a little bit harder to see what other people are doing. That's a little bit of in these streets. Mm. Your stalking's been cut off.
2: Mm.
1: That's a lot of people upset right now. (laughs) Right. First of all, some people upset because they probably didn't know they could do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's some other people that's upset. That it's gone because they've been doing it. Right. Uh, that's tough. Yeah. I think it should be like a, a almost like a a matching system. Mm. I think it should be a automatic, like, you can't follow me if I don't follow you.
0: Oh, like a bumble? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know.
1: <laughs> should be like equal exposure. Because some people, they just get annoying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how like heavy you on your your like feed and Instagram and stuff. I don't know. It's
1: a lot of people I got muted because the stuff <laughs> they just put up and be stupid.
0: Well, you be all active on your stuff. I don't be that active on my personal. You actually you got no. That's not true. I'm not active on my personal cosmology. Yes, that one's exactly. On you all still day. active? Yeah, but I'm saying my personal one. So like, I'm not. I may post like every now and but then. But my, on my personal, personal ain't even about me. <laughs> 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 it's still
1: about business. All right. So as we're sitting up here, um, now this is okay, guys, we're getting into the beat, so we're moving into more of our entertainment stuff. But uh
0: as if all of the other stuff wasn't entertaining. <laughs> it's about to get real. We are entertaining. entertaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this is gonna be the fun stuff. Um, uh, we told you guys about beer, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: now it's time to invest. So, so mm. check this out. I'm gonna tell you why it's time to invest. So this is gonna be kind of tricky, but you gotta follow me through it. Tell you they gotta guide them through this. Right. Constellation brands. Mm. By the way, Constellation Brands is the company that bought the amazing beer company and the amazing brewery that we know is Funky Buddha. Shout out to Ryan. Mm-hmm. So they own the top shelf, so you know about them. But in South Florida, we know them as the company that started ruining Funky Buddha because the Floridian no longer tastes the same. <laughs> but with that, beer sales are slowing down. So they just announced that they're going to make a spike seltzer to catch the summer spritz wave. First of all, summer is over so i don't even so know why 20, this can't, summer. right so 20 so they about to get ready for that so now they're going into sp- spike spritz so i'm not going to go through the rest of it of what an alcohol infused spritz is and the fact that constellation stock still dropped four billion dollars because of their cannabis investment and all this stuff but i will make a comment about a great philosopher <laughs> And a great man by the name of Plies. Who still need to come on the show because you asked
0: him years ago.
1: Plies, I really need you on the show, Plies. I really do. Plies made a statement, which I felt was really honest. And he said, do women still drink beer? Because he made a whole thing about women drinking beer. I do. And then it led to a deeper conversation of him saying, I I can't hang with these kind of women. And then it was more so, do black women drink beer? I just want to remind you guys of something. There was a company that was trying to be deemed as the greatest vodka company and the only vodka company that had a five-time distilled vodka made from grapes. You guys now know that company as Puffy's company, Ciroc. Ciroc was a failing company. Not only was Ciroc failing, our business partner, DJ EFN, remembers when he could barely give Ciroc away for free. Rock mm-hmm. went from fifty-five thousand cases a year to two hundred and fifty thousand cases when Puffy came on board. Puffy saved that company single-handedly.
2: Yeah.
1: Now you dive a little bit deeper into what that actually means. There's tiered marketing. Now I can't say I have a justifiable proof for this, besides the fact of all the companies I've worked with before. Tiered marketing kind of works this way. You tell me if y'all, if you remember this from your marketing days. Mm-hmm. White males, between 25 to 35. All white males with some white females. Everybody, then black people. <laughs> black people are almost tier four marketing when it comes to a lot of mainstream things. Would you mm-hmm. agree
0: to that? Ye- mainstream, yes. Yeah.
1: Just, we're talking mainstream. The mainstream, right, right, right. And beer. Everybody
0: has their own target market. Right. Right.
1: Beer is definitely a mainstream thing. So, and liquor is a mainstream thing. By the time they started doing art beats and lyrics and Jack Daniels decided to start heavily marketing towards black people,
0: they had kind of ran through everything else. Right? We're not leftovers, so I'm just saying.
1: So, the reason why I'm telling you guys it's time to invest and to start investing into black-owned breweries and to invest into black beer, Timeline Brewery, um, I forgot our guy's name out in California, the only black owned brewery in L.A. Mm -hmm. Because if beer is starting to slow down, all these companies are going to have to start figuring out new marketing strategies to attack the same people plies that realize they'll drink beer, which is black men and black women. Which is surprising to me because if you ever went to a barbecue, and we've said this many times on the show, the barbecue is broken down to three different things. The water and the purple sodas. not great. The water and the purple sodas and some Fanta. Then you got some beer, which was normally Bud Light, Coronas, and Heineken. And then your uncle and them had the liquor somewhere else because the liquor wasn't going to be the on the car. Exactly, because everybody was going to, you had to go talk to them. Even if you didn't like them, you had to have that conversation. Right,
0: oh, that's well, why everybody oh. hang around the car. Listen, that's yes. usually my dad's truck. Sorry, it's, daddy. I don't mean to put you, you on blast.
1: Your <laughs> daddy used you to, yeah, your daddy become come with that <laughs> fire.
2: <laughs> exactly, but that's what it
1: is. That's the setup. So, now that they figure that out, watch how marketing starts shifting for craft beer. Just mark the date we told you,
0: yeah, I mean, especially when you think about it, right, because when you think about like cooking and just the the sort of plethora of flavors, that's one of the reasons why I like beer It's just because of the plethora of flavors, and when you really like get past the smell of beer and you get into the intricacies of the flavor palettes. like that it's is. a lot of fun
1: it's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of complexities to it just yeah. like mine
0: it's a lot of fun and um, but some people because I know my starter beer was a corona with grenadine in it like in college right a, a red corona I don't want to drink that thing today if anybody paid me to drink it <laughs>
1: but oh, you talking about when the, at the when they used to put the grenadine?
0: Yeah, grenadine and the Corona, and then you stick your thumb in and then you mix Damn. it up. Yeah. So one of my um one of my friends introduced me to that when we were at Florida State. But I wouldn't drink that thing today. You paid me, but it's just it was that horrible sort of, then.
1: It's horrible <laughs> now. Right. Huh?
0: But that was my gateway, right? So as you kind of get into it and you get into the complexities of it, and you just see the opportunities and the fun with the cans and reading the descriptions. <laughs> Listen, it's a good time when you go to Total Wine. You can read the descriptions. I just think it's it's a lot of fun, and there's a playfulness that comes with beer. And it doesn't – you could have a few without feeling like toe up too fast. You know what I mean? It's, it's a it's a fun thing. So I think that's a space that beer is in. And when you talk about the Spiked Seltzers, like I'm not quite excited about that. Not really. It's have you tried one?
1: No, absolutely not, and I refuse to. <laughs>
0: I know some people who have tried them, and they were like, it's like a wine cooler. Yeah, like White Claw. It's supposedly like a wine cooler kind of. But listen, seltzer water doesn't sound delicious to me. But it may help with not having a beer gut. Hello. May have to give it a shot.
1: You know what? I'll just go to the gym and sacrifice taking a beer. I'll just do two-a-days. <laughs> I'm not, mm That's like cauliflower mac and cheese. Sound great, but it ain't going to happen. Ugh.
0: So, yeah. So, we'll see. But I'm not. I think the Spike Salsa was a bit of a fad. I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't.
1: I mean, if people don't remember, if you, like I said, you used to be able to get the whole booklets when you went to a concert. Slit, smalt, liquor. Beer's been around. Beer's not going anywhere.
0: No, beer isn't going anywhere. Mm-mm. I mean, especially, I, hello, it's October. Oktoberfest. What?
1: And beer Stop sales. is Beer sales have slowed down for you, Constellation Brand, because you keep investing into identical things that are targeting targeting the exact same market. You expand your market outreach, you'll expand your sales. But you have to learn how to appeal
0: right. to somebody
1: else than a 25-year-old right. white male with a beard.
0: Right. Who is the – what brand is it that has Idris Elba now? Is that, is that Heineken? Uh, Stella. Stella. Yeah. Stella. Right. Right. Just
1: do something different.
0: Branch out. You know how to keep talking to the same people. Speaking
1: of different, Swipe Night, Tinder has this thing called Swipe Night, uh, mm-hmm. giving you a reason to ditch Bumble. I
0: don't know, who's are you on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Bumble Biz, but that was for like something else. I was like applying to at one point, but yeah. So
1: Swipe Night, uh, well, it's to make your own adventure. It's a four episode mini that started on October the 6th within Tinder and expires after six hours. Your de- your decisions determine your love destiny.
0: <laughs> Wait, say that
2: again.
1: So your decisions <laughs> in Swipe Night. So it's like, remember the little games you used to pl- the book you used to read back in the day, that if you choose this, go to this page.
0: Oh, like choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's the stuff? same
1: thing, but it's on a digital platform. Oh,
2: that's
1: and so when you read through it, you make a decision. And then so when you match up with somebody on, or when you're looking at somebody's profile on Tinder, it'll show you if you guys made, like, the same kind of decisions.
2: Oh, that's fine. Why are you turning <laughs> your head?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was going to say, so what's interesting mm-hmm. is that on Netflix, the Minecraft movie is a choose-your-own-adventure. So the choose-your-own-adventure must be having some sort of a resurgence. That's what I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about the app. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead. So,
1: um... My determination is all y'all want to do is hook up and y'all don't run out of stuff <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if this is gonna start the soft introduction up. By the way, I wanted to save Amy's life too. Like, is that really what it's come down to? You're using the same platforms of the books we were reading in the third grade to hook people up now. Just yeah, can't talk about common interests anymore.
0: There's a little nostalgia with that, too. Like, oh, so fun. Let's look and play. Don't nobody
1: 26 remember <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> well, right. I don't even know they had those books. Exactly. For that generation. But
1: um, I get it. I get it, match. Just call it what it is. Y'all need to change y'all platform. Call it uh, NNC instead of Tinder. N and C is for Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> Allow people to pick similar movies that they're into and figure out who's going to host when one of their parents are out of town. Cause most of these kids don't even have their own apartments or have roommates. So, you know, <laughs> they got to find a place to link up at <laughs> just switch it around. <laughs> so moving on to some of the bites. Uh, the smoke is clear. Um, uh, mm walmart has officially shut down e-cigarettes uh just before in the weekend because eight people died in connection with using them Uh, this is the thing i don't understand eight people died with e-cigarettes we're gonna bust the move how many people died with cigarettes before they shut down cigarettes and they still are they still selling cigarettes in walmart
0: right and how many deaths linked with marijuana so you got all these
1: people dying of cigarettes. So Walmart, you decide you're going to keep selling cigarettes, but you have eight people die from e-cigarettes and you decide we're not selling that no more.
0: I mean, e-cigarettes is, is hot. <laughs> and they like, we don't want no parts. That's what that is. That's, that's just PR. That's called public relations crisis management. Look, man. That's what that is.
1: All I'm going to tell you is Walmart shut it down because they don't own a piece. If they owned a piece of that company, they would have figured out the way to make it work. Y'all shady. <laughs> y'all still selling ammunition and guns, but y'all gonna pull <laughs> e-cigarettes. Right, <laughs> right. right. I Ain't even gonna read through the stats on how fast to be Walmart. Y'all are dirty. <laughs>
0: I I just I Toya,
1: you watch um Succession?
0: No. What's that?
1: It's a show on uh, I think it's on HBO or Showtime. Okay. And it's about this family, and at one point. They have all this money, and the dad was on the deathbed, so the family started going through it. Oh, a I life. remember seeing the previews for it, but not Right, and then it. he came back out. He didn't die, and then th- now they're going through all the stuff that the family messed up. I just wonder w- if that life is a reflection of what it must like to be at the dinner table with the Walton family, or do they even, like, do you get so rich that you don't even have a conscience to the things you're doing, and you're just collecting the check?
0: No, I definitely think they're probably, like, far removed from it. But that's where, when you get to a point where you're too big, which is why I think, like, Undercover Boss is important because you have to, like, reconnect yourself. Mm. So all owners of huge companies like that need to do, like, a reemerge process. You need to get back in and reconnect with the people who are doing your work. Because this don't make no sense. Who are on the ground, who can tell you what's actually happening because you're, like, up in the ivory tower. You have no clue what's going on. If you're watching Fox News, you really don't have a clue about what's going Just on. Just
1: remember, Fox News tag is Entertainment News. They, Roger Ailes literally <clears> said, <throat> we will say whatever we want to say. The people can decide what? whether it's the truth or not.
0: Listen, speaking of which.
1: That was deep.
0: My two-year-old and I <laughs> was watching WWE on Friday, and they had a whole promo for Fox and the Fox Network that included the news and I was like, because usually when you think about mm. Fox, right, you think about Fox, the TV network, which seems very separate from the news because Fox had right. Martin, In Limit Color, Fox Sports. Every, Color, yeah, Fox Fox is, Sports yeah very progressive. It's very different from the news channel. But on WWE night, they merged it all together. And I was like, say what now? Okay. Watch. Actually, that's
1: a great point, Joseph. Joseph said Philip Morris USA is on beast mode, monopoly over competition. So did Philip Morris reach out to Walmart and tell him to stop selling e-cigs?
0: Possibly. That's
1: a great point, Joe.
0: We need to get you a mic.
1: Oh, yeah. Philip Morris spends twice the amount on, on Because it's one of listen. those things that's almost like <laughs> you want what you can't have kind of no, thing. No, but
0: listen, it's usually always the same coin, right? Mm. So it's two sides of the same coin. So what if you didn't hear what Dante was saying, that Philip Morris spends money, advertising dollars, twice as much on anti-smoking as, as they do for actual like advertising for their cigarettes. That's the thing. Listen, if you have not watched Zeitgeist or <laughs> any of that type of stuff, then you won't realize that oftentimes the same people that are speaking to you on one side of the coin are speaking to you on the other side of the coin. And they're just trying to get you on either side. It's the same people. That's all I got for Conspiracy Circle
1: today. All right. So we're going uh, to...
0: Different levels.
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, the lower level.
0: Yeah, that's like what, it would, what they do with sugar cereals. Sugar cereals are.
1: <laughs> Not the healthy cereals are higher, yeah.
0: Right. And listen, when you have a kid. You know that. The stuff in arm's length for them kids in the buggies.
1: Mm. Everything matters.
0: That's why I don't really take them to the grocery store.
1: So speaking on Tyler Perry. So we're going to get into one of the things that our, our AP uh, David put up. The right to declare what's art. Um Art experts are discussing the valuation of art today and in the future. We already know art is the oldest cryptocurrency. The value of art is what somebody is willing to pay for it.
2: Mm -hmm. Just
1: so you know that. But, so, one of the quotes, Furthermore, in an increasingly litigious art world, experts are becoming increasingly hesitant to offer opinions. Years ago, Spicer and Maddox would provide owners with letters stating that, in their opinion, the painting is authentic. Now, such a letter... (laughs) Two people got to decide that the painting is authentic. Now such a letter might simply state that the work is scheduled for inclusion in the catalog. These two statements can be syn- synonymous, but the letter wording is carefully crafted so as it's to not overstep uh, the bounds. So basically, art is definitely being subjected as a value of where it's becoming like the 13 dwarfs are being able to decide what's the value of art. And normally, for a lot of people that don't know, art obtains its value when a certain auction house gets together, and normally that collection has been acquired <coughs> by a certain group of people, and then the value increases, which is why, right now, some African art and African-American art is shooting up, because, like John Michael Basquiat, all his pieces have been acquired. There's He's not making new work, and there's right, not just not new here. people showing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're really trying to figure out the question was who gets to decide the value of these pieces and everything else. But I mean, it's Sotheby's and Christie's like (laughs) the auction houses get to decide the value.
0: Right. So I believe Adam ruins everything on true TV. Oh,
1: yes. That was
0: great. Mm. Yes. He did an episode that talked about the art world and how that kind of happens and how the conflation of art is a decision amongst a few like tastemakers. And they kind of decide, like, what's hot. And we've talked about this before. I think when we were doing the shows at When We Are, we had a whole conversation about the art world yeah, well, and Melissa. who makes a decision, right, from sugarcane. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, um, the fact that two people can write you a letter and say that this painting is authentic, how about I get a certificate of authentic- authentication from the, the, the creator or the, or the painter? Himself, yes. Right, why wouldn't that just come... Like anything else, when you get something that is certified, authentic, it comes from the creator of it, not some person that, like, who are you? What? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Spicer and Maddox?
1: (laughs) The thing we need is uh, we need more African-American art appraisals or art appraisers that can value our art at the value that we deem it to be worth. Now, the challenge is going to be being able to sell it for that value. That would be the challenge to some of you. But if you collect the art and Toya becomes an appraiser and I collect, or I'm an artist, and I sell a piece to Dante, if Toya could come in and tell Dante his piece is worth a million dollars, if he donates it to a museum or a gallery, Dante now has a million dollar write off.
0: Right. And appraising's different than when I buy it. You're telling me that it's authentic. Like, no, I should know and get a certificate or something to know that it's authentic. Like, you'd always want to get stuff appraised, especially if it's something that's been passed down from a family perspective. You know, right. you've seen the, the like roadshow shows on PBS. Like, that stuff makes sense, right? You have people who are historically, you know, tied into the art world. They know, they can see and spot like the authentic pieces from certain artists from certain periods. Like, that is a valuable. Asset, you want those people, but that letter, <laughs> garbage, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just one of those things people. I mean,
1: yes, we do have to value our own stuff, but you got to create that house. I mean, you got to do what Tyler did. But so before I get into uh someone needs to hear this, we want to give these shout outs real quick. Um, shout out to Maxine Tuchman for, she made the Woo-hoo. top 100 female founders Go and in Inc. I've been meaning to say this for the last two weeks, but we were running out of time. By the way, Maxine should be in the top 100, regardless of her gender. It shouldn't just be because she's a woman. She's just doing great things. Uh, shout out to Zeal and Venus. Venus Williams is now an investor with Zeal. They're trying to redo that brand. Congratulations to them. Uh, Allow your team to be small and mighty. This is just a shout-out to some encouragement for people out there as we transform our ideology to being boutique companies, boutique agencies. Uh, When Facebook acquired Instagram for $1 billion in 2012, the 15-month-old Instagram only had 13 employees. Quality over quantity.
0: 15-month-old. That's a year and three months.
1: And they only had 13. They basically had an employee for every month. A billion dollars. They sit nice. Just think about that. Uh, and a shout out to Adam Silver. Uh, Adam Silver's China's attempt to force business on the toe of Beijing's ide- ideological line had come to the NBA after Houston Rockets general manager, Daryl Morey, expressed his support for Hong Kong's protest In a now deleted tweet, Adam stood up and said he is not going to shut out the people's right to express themselves and the freedom right. of speech. And if he has to take that L, he'll take that L. That was a big step by the NBA, especially in the industry where people think it's all about money. And Adam has been very supportive of people being, I would say, outspoken and being able to express themselves. He did a lot with the Miami Heat when they did the Can't Breathe shirts. So I believe the NBA has been very progressive about social injustice, and I appreciate him doing what he did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With that being said, um, in our last two minutes, we're going to close out with our previously known as, for today's ignorance, now changed to, somebody needs to hear this. Someone needs to hear this. Um, Being negative is not socially cool. Um, This one is going to be simple and really simple. Um, I just want to take the time and let people have their moment. Like, in other people, you need to take time to let people have their moment. Bottle up that negativity for 24 hours. Bottle it up for one post, one comment, or even if you have to, Make your negativity in a different post. I've seen a lot of people in social media where specifically uh, the brother Isaac Hayes the third was just giving shouts out to Tyler Perry and everything he accomplished and how great it was. And there was just this negative dude in there. I can't remember his name right now. Well, you gotta, if you gonna make the post about the positive parts of Atlanta, you gotta talk about, it. no, he doesn't. He didn't have to talk about the negative parts of Atlanta. Right. Well He was not giving a ULI report for people to invest into Atlanta. He was shouting out the good stuff that was happening in Atlanta and more so specifically the great things that Tyler Perry had did. Then that discussion progressed on to, well, Tyler doesn't make quality movies and his movies is garbage. Look, I was not watching the My Films when you had to find it from somebody on bootleg on a VHS. I do not like all of Tyler Perry's work. As an artist, I could understand the critiques of some of his craft. As a businessman and as a black man, that was not the moment to express any of that because I don't have Tyler Perry money and I definitely don't own a studio that's bigger than Fox, Paramount, Disney, and everything combined with 60 acres left over. You just got to understand this man had a $250 million studio and he has a sign on the street coming from Atlanta to let you know you exited and go to his place and it's only 10 to 15 minutes away from the airport. There's a point, and this, by the way, the critique was coming from another black man. There's a point where you just shut up and celebrate what he accomplished. And not only did he accomplish that, he settled a largely public beef with Spike Lee, who was just pretty much like this negative Nancy, that used to critique his work and said, but brother, you still inspire me. When you come here, you don't know. One of my 12 sound stages is named after you. Let that soak in. Somebody that publicly criticized you, you had a public beef, but it didn't allow you to get in the way of the respect you have for that person of what they've done for the industry and the craft that you participate in. And he still named the sound stage after Spike Lee. You know how much courage that takes? You know how much of a man it takes to say, we may not agree, but it doesn't mean I don't respect you or your craft because you were one of the people that inspired me to do with what I'm doing and Spike still showed up and I'm sure there has to be some kind of emotion because guess what, Spike Lee doesn't have his own studio. He doesn't have his own soundstage to go record his movies in. But Tyler can provide that brother that opportunity where he no longer has to go to Warner Brothers or anybody else, he can just come down to Atlanta and film. Sometimes some of you need to know when to shut the hell up and just be proud of other people. Some of those critiques can be saved. Some of those critiques can can wait for 10 minutes. But sometimes just live in the moment of celebrating the excellence of somebody else. Just grow the hell up. Every moment doesn't have to be about you. If you can just suppress one negative thought a day and instead say I'm proud of you and smile, I bet you it'll serve like medicine and it would be better for your soul. Because what do you gain from the critique? Everybody that's out there critiquing Tyler Perry's movie, what are you gaining? He's providing to an audience. I don't like mumble rap, but there's an audience for it. And when these kids are singing it, it's not a, why y'all singing that garbage? I just look and smile and be like, you know what, they're having a good time because I don't gain anything by being negative to it, because I'm not going to go out there and make music. I'm not trying to be Biggie. I'm not trying to be Talib Kweli. I'm not trying to be common. I'm not going to change the thing. If I'm not going to change the thing I'm complaining about, the best thing I can do is just move on to another topic. And somebody out there needs to hear this. There's somebody you about to go critique in this very moment. There was some negative you about to say. Actually, you might be thinking something negative about this show. I don't give a damn. Because until you pay for the electricity and the cameras that's actually filming the show, your opinion really doesn't affect me. There's a difference between a critique and being negative. If you're critiquing me to find a way to help me improve my craft, that's one thing. But if you're trying to change who I am to fit what you want me to be, not going to happen. Tyler made his money, and people like My Dear Films. People love it. That's what they want. That's what they want.